I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. How often do we tell our partners that we'll be ready to leave in five minutes? And really, we mean 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And we do the same things to our kids if we think about it. Like they demand something and we say, I'll get it for you in a second. Well, <laughs> they're trying to interrupt our conversation. And we say, you know, I just need a minute to, to finish this conversation. And what we mean is that we need 10 minutes or 15 minutes and time is already a vague construct to our kids. Right. So imagine like asking our four-year-old to wait a second and they know what a second is. They know it's just counting to one. And then they've been waiting for two minutes and they're starting to get upset. It's like, no wonder they're starting to get upset. That's frustrating. So when you ask them to stretch and to grow and practicing their patience, I would just encourage you to honor, honor them, honor how hard they're working at patience by just being honest with how long you're actually asking them to wait. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, and what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Monday. We think it's the best way to start the week, so I'm just so grateful that you're here. It's a new week. Welcome. Let's get at it. Today, I thought we could talk about patience. I know that patience, especially with my little ones, I'll talk about talk for myself for a little bit, but I feel like sometimes with my little ones, it can feel like an impossibility, 
right? Our little ones and their little developing brains, but patience is a skill. And the thing about skills is that you can practice them. So I thought today we could take some time, talk some strategies and ways we can help our kids to practice their patience, which will in turn and over time increase those patient skills. But that is the catch, isn't it? It's that the only way to have more patience is to practice. And I can't tell you how often throughout the day I find myself muttering under my breath, just like, God, give me patience. God, give me patience. And I know what's happening. What's happening is that I'm really asking for more opportunities to have to wait. And I'm really asking for more opportunities to be delayed in what I want or what I need, or I'm asking for frustration so I can practice my patience. But it's just a beautiful thing. Like it takes time, but it's a skill. It can get better. We just got to practice it. So with our kids, we talk a lot on this show about it, but with patience, it's all about self-control and it's all about delayed gratification. And I did a whole show on it back in episode four. So if you haven't listened to that episode about giving our kids tools to self-regulate, I would encourage you to go back, take a listen. There's a lot of good practical information in there. Um, But the thing about patience, the thing about self-control, the thing about self-regulation is that those are just such real world skills. Like we need those every day as adults to function in and with a society that we live. Um, And these are just gifts that we're giving our kids. So I tell my kids all the time, but there's such a difference between waiting and being patient, right? We can wait while complaining and whining and becoming angry and throwing a fit and resisting it the whole way and making the wait miserable for us and everyone around us, or we can be patient. So the patience is really the way in which we wait, right? It's how we wait. So again, these are just such great gifts we can give our kids. And we talked about it a little bit in episode four, but kids who grow up into patient adults, kids who grow into adults who have good skills to self-regulate and are able to delay gratification, those grow up, those kids grow up to be adults who have better health, overall health. They have better physical health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. They are better equipped to reach their goals. They are, uh, they have a more positive impact on the world around them. So we don't have to wait. You would be surprised that we can start teaching our kids patience from a really early age, but how do we do it? Right. You know, we've all told our kids like, hold on, but that's, that's not really enough, right? That doesn't really do it. Their little brains are still developing and We know that kids show greater self-control and and better patience as they get older, but young kids are still able to wait to a certain extent. So of course we can take into account their age and what kind of things are developmentally appropriate and developmentally possible that we're asking of them, but we can also take into account other factors too, right? We can take into account whether they're tired. We can take into account whether they're hungry. We can take into account whether what we think we're asking them to wait for is truly worth it in their own eyes. And these are probably some of the same things we take into account for ourselves and how patient we're feeling or not feeling in a certain situation too, right? Um, so our kids' brains, it's they're just always developing changing, reshaping, 
based on what they're doing, right? Based on what we're doing, our brains are continually changing. So any skill, including the skill of patience, it has to be practiced. It has to be reinforced. So what are some strategies that we can use to start helping our kids to practice their patients, some things we can do just to get the ball rolling, things that aren't going to drive us crazy through this process. So my first strategy for you is to start small and keep it simple. I want you to start small and keep it simple because like anything new or anything, we're just starting to practice. It's all about those baby steps, right? Being patient is hard. It's even hard for us as adults. That's why we want to give our kids these opportunities to start practicing patience. Now, it's so much better to bite off these small little chunks and then see our progress and be encouraged and and keep going rather than to overshoot our expectations and fall short and then be discouraged and then quit. And the same is true for helping our kids practice patience. So we can start giving our kids these small little opportunities to practice patience from a pretty young age. Even our toddlers uh, can start practicing. And you know what would this look like for a toddler? Well, maybe your toddler wants a toy or their blanket or a snack or something that's out of reach and you're in the middle of doing the laundry or unloading the dishwasher. You know, you can ask them to wait. And then you can ask them maybe to help you finish what it is that you're doing, and then you'll get them what it is that they want. Or maybe you can start moving towards what it is that they've asked you to do, but you can move a little more slowly. So they have to practice waiting a little bit, but they do see you moving towards what it is that they're asking from you. Small kids like that, man, 30 seconds. That's patience. You can start small. And as they get older, you can continue to stretch that length of time and you'll see that they can start waiting longer and longer as they grow. And as they do get a little older, maybe you have kids who are just starting to go to school or school age, you know, you can couple your request at that age with asking them to do something to distract themselves. So at this age, you know, maybe they won't be able to stay patient and wait for an hour, but you can ask them to play or you can ask them to do a puzzle or grab a coloring book or whatever it is to distract them while you take maybe a five minute phone call or finish a conversation. And at this age too, they're just starting to go to school, right? So they're becoming familiar when we ask them to do things um, because we're not the only ones that are starting to ask them to do these things. So they're familiar with the expectation that they have to be quiet because others around them are focusing or they're familiar now with the expectation that they have to take their turns on the swings or they have to not speak over each other. All of these things, they require patience. They're opportunities for our kids to practice their patience. And then my other note, as it relates to starting small and simple when we're having our children practice patience is to be realistic in our requests. And what I mean by this is how often do we tell our partners that we'll be ready to leave in five minutes and really we mean 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And we do the same things to our kids. If we think about it, like they demand something and we say, I'll get it for you in a second. Well, (laughs) they're trying to interrupt our conversation and we say, you know, I just need a minute to, to finish this conversation. And what we mean is that we need 10 minutes or 15 minutes and time is already a vague construct to our kids, right? So imagine 
like asking our four-year-old to wait a second. And they know what a second is. They know it's just counting to one. And then they've been waiting for two minutes and they're starting to get upset. It's like, no wonder they're starting to get upset. That's frustrating. So when you ask them to stretch and to grow and practicing their patience, I would just encourage you to honor, honor them, honor how hard they're working at patience by just being honest with how long you're actually asking them to wait. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, we've got to teach our kids self-regulation skills. Like you guys know, I love talking about teaching our kids self-regulation tools and you hear me talk about it so often because it's just that important. It's a skill that it shows up everywhere and in everything that we do. So like I mentioned earlier, you know, waiting and being patient, they're not the same things. We've all seen our kids wait and maybe it's, you know, the long line at the grocery store, or maybe you're stuck in traffic and the whole time they're waiting, they're just losing it. They're whining and complaining and getting angry and throwing a fit. And that's not patience. That's not patience. Patience is how we behave while we're waiting, right? It's the skill that we want them to harness. How do they wait? But in order for them to have patience, initially, they're going to be fighting everything in their little beings that wants instant gratification, right? So when they when what they want is an instant, that would make anyone angry, right? Especially their young little developing brains and their young little developing nervous system. So while we're practicing patience, I would also encourage you to equip them with some tools and some skills that they can use when practicing their patience because it's hard and it's aggravating and it's frustrating. So I would encourage you to listen to episode four. If you've already listened to it, maybe give it a refresher. Um, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it because self-regulation, um, there's just so many ideas in that episode and ways that you can go about helping your kids, kids have some tools to regulate. So maybe it's just learning some simple breath work for them. Maybe it's um, teaching them to jump up and down, or maybe they want to shake it out and that helps them feel more regulated. Maybe it's something calming and soothing. Maybe they like coloring or playing with Play-Doh or maybe just sitting down and doing some simple stretching or yoga moves, but whatever it is, you want to have them practice some of these self-regulation skills. So they have them in their back pocket and they know what works for them and what can help them regulate their nervous system when they're starting to feel agitated so that they have those tools when the waiting is hard because it is hard, right? And then number three, I want you to see and acknowledge their patience. Uh, just the power of acknowledgement, right? The power of being seen and acknowledged. It's just so deep. It's such a deep need in each one of us. And when our kids do something challenging, like display patience, our acknowledgement can be the greatest reward. It can be the greatest encouragement to them. So when we can see and when we can acknowledge when we notice them being patient, there's a lot of power in that. And I think we can be even more intentional than that. I think we can also see and we can also acknowledge that being patient is hard. It's hard. We can acknowledge that sometimes it's not fun. We can empathize with them when we're in the waiting room at the doctor's office or you know, when it's boring, some other time that they have to wait and, and they're trying to be patient. And I think it's okay for them to tell them like, this is tough. This, I, I get it. This doesn't seem to be 
a lot of fun today. And I think our kids really respect that realness, right? So the next time maybe you see your kid getting agitated when they're waiting, I would encourage you to try empathizing with them, you know, regulate yourself, take a deep breath, mutter under your breath, a request for patience, and then look your kid in the eyes, you know, maybe give them a hug and just see and acknowledge them. I see that you're really trying hard to be patient. And I see that, you know, it looks like it's hard to do it. It it feels tough. And, you know, I'm proud of you for trying and despite it being so hard. And I think that when we do that, there's so much opportunity to connect with our kids and there's so much opportunity to validate their feelings. And connection is really one of the most powerful tools of parenthood. It's one of the most powerful tools of humanity. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to make your child feel better. And it's going to actually give your child greater patience. He's going to give that patience a greater effort than if you were just scolding or shaming or ignoring how difficult patience can be. And then I think it's on you as a parent to show up in a resourceful and creative way. Like how can you make the weight more bearable? I see you're waiting. I acknowledge that this can be really tough, but look, I brought along these things to help us in the weight. You know, maybe you keep a deck of cards in your purse. Maybe you play I spy together. Maybe you play, would you rather, maybe you play a um, G rated version of truth or dare, but whatever it is, like you're the leader. You're the leader in that situation. You're the teacher. You're the coach. So I would just encourage you to lead in the waiting, lead in the patience practicing, because it's such a great opportunity to connect with your child. And then when we see our kids waiting and they've been waiting patiently, it's time to just lay on the praise and lay on the encouragement. And the more specific, the better, right? Like often we just say something like, good job. And that's, a good first step, but it's often too vague, especially with our little ones to really encourage the specific trait that we're encouraging and acknowledging and praising. So the more specific, the better. So specific praising, like, wow, I saw how hard it was for you to wait for your sister to finish her homework before we went to the park. I noticed, I noticed that you realized you had to wait and then you went and you got a coloring book and you sat down right next to her and you colored while you waited. I know that wasn't easy for you, but that was such a cool decision to watch you make. And I love how you waited patiently. I'm so proud of you, right? Like these are parenting habits, just the way in which we speak to our children. Do we always get this right? No. Do I always get this right? No, no, no. But is it a far cry from maybe how I used to parent? Or is it a far cry from how some of us are currently parenting? Yes. And in that adjustment, have I had to show myself a boatload of grace and compassion and patience? Like, yes, yes. Um, But seeing and acknowledging my kids rather than constantly doling out, you know, empty threats or consequences, I have found it to be such a greater investment. And the payoff is just so much, so much greater. And then finally, Number four, model patience for them. And I know if you've listened to the show, you knew I was going to go there. Um, But our kiddos are sponges. Like more is caught 
been taught and they're watching and they're learning and they're soaking it all in. So sure, what we say, it matters. It matters a lot. But what they see us doing, that is the key. That's where the magic happens. That's the gold. So your greatest teaching as a parent is always going to be by your example. So for good or bad, our kids are just our greatest mirrors. If we're impatient, if we're quick-tempered, if we throw a fit when things don't go away, if we're easily aggravated, when we have to wait, they're noticing. And when we expect differently of them, that can be really confusing. It can be a double standard, right? It's going to be a roadblock in cultivating the behaviors and the skills that we want to see in them if we're not living them out ourselves. And it's the same thing here, right? Like we've got to learn a few tools that we can keep handy to help ourselves regulate when we can practice our patience. And we can start small too, like all the same steps that we've just learned here, we can apply those to ourselves. So we can start small and keep it simple. We can learn to regulate and make sure that we have, you know, three or four regulation tools our go-to tools that we can use to regulate when we need to. And we can see and we can acknowledge ourselves when we're making progress and when we're showing up in the way that we want to. Like, it's okay to tell our kids that I'm trying really hard to be patient right now, but it's hard. It's hard. And you can tell them like when you're struggling with it and they can watch you and they're going to see what you do when you're struggling to find patience and how you respond and how you dig deep and you find it and then they'll, they'll learn, right? They're learning. And then when you do show up in that patience, like, dang girl, give yourself a high five, give yourself a pat on the back, um, do, do a little dance, like show yourself some love and some appreciation because it ain't easy, mama. It's not easy. So those are my four simple strategies to helping our kids practice their patience. So the first one is start small, keep it simple, baby steps. We're going to stay realistic and age appropriate in our expectations. But if we start small, we're going to see progress and that progress is encouraging. And then in our requests, we want to keep them simple. So if we're asking our kids to hold on a minute, we're going to honor their effort in patience and we're going to make it a true minute. Uh, Second, we're going to teach self-regulation skills. Again, go back to episode four if you haven't heard it already, or if you need a refresher, it can help our children to discover the ways in which they can regulate their bodies so they're not stuck in the misery of waiting, but they can be creative and they can know what helps their body to calm back down when they start feeling aggravated in the wait. And then third, we can see and acknowledge their patience, right? And this one's two-sided. We want to acknowledge they're being patient and how tough it is and empathize with them. And this is where we can use that creativity and that resourcefulness as parents to help them make the time pass. Um, But then when they are patient, man, we want to celebrate them. And then finally, we're going to model patience for them. So if we want to see it, we've got to be it, right? So we're going to use these tips on ourselves. We're going to focus on growing our own patience. And if it's something we really struggle with, we're going to start taking small steps ourselves. We're going to find tools to regulate, take a deep breath, five second prayer for patience and wisdom, splash some cold water on your face, give yourself a big hug, whatever it is that you find that works for you to bring your nervous system back to a regulated state. We're going to take a minute to do it so we can lead 
from a regulated state. And then we're going to give ourselves a big high five for showing up in patience so our kids can see it and they can learn from us. So it is Motherhood Monday. We always start the week praying over our kids. So let's pray for patience together today. God, we thank you for our children and our families today. God, we pray for patience, patience for ourselves and patience for our children. God, give us patience in all areas of our life, Lord, in our homes and in our workspaces, in our relationships and at school and with our friends. God, help us to be patient with understanding and wisdom. We pray that we can reflect you, Lord. So let patience guide us. Let it have its way in our hearts. We ask for humility. Being patient is hard. Being a mom is hard. Being a kid is hard. So keep us humble that we might come to you for what we need, that we might come to you when we feel like we've messed up, that we might come to you for our strength. Help us to patiently wait for what you have in store for each of us. Help us to have faith in the waiting and know that that time is not wasted. We know that you work all things for good, the good of those who love you. So we know that if you began a good work in us, that you're going to finish it and complete it. So help us to be patient in the waiting. If we are in a waiting season, God, just help to keep us strong. Help us to persevere. Help us to not become weary. Lord, focus our vision. Let us not get distracted in the waiting, but give us that laser focus on what we're called to in whatever season we're in. Just help us not to lose sight of the beauty in the waiting. Let us not live for tomorrow, but just understand that there's so much available to us today if we're willing to see it. And finally, Lord, we ask for the patience just to be in your presence. Help us to put away the distractions. Help us to have the right priorities. Help us to make time. Help us to stick around long enough and stay quiet enough to hear your whisper. We thank you for the gift of patience. Help us to use it in a way that honors you. We love you. We praise you. We're thankful. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love Mommy's Polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review, and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content... Your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.